everybody, my name is Trinity Size and welcome to episode 5 of the Sassy Size Podcast. Today I will be talking with Kenley Bo about being young Christians. We're going to get real about our struggles and drop some encouragement for you in your walk with God. So let's get to it. very excited about today's episode. I know I say that every episode because I'm excited about all of them, but I just feel like whenever my ideas come, I just get more and more and more excited that I'm doing this. And today I'm with my friend Kenley Vo, and we're going to be talking about our walk with God, um, the never-ending journey, and a journey that we both kind of began at the same time, something we're both very passionate about. I'm just going to introduce Kenley Boat. She goes to a school four hours away from our hometown, studying nursing, um, does CrossFit, goes to my Bible study, has like a million dogs. What I else? I love dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Is passionate about self-improvement. I don't, she didn't tell me that, but I can see it. She's passionate about self, self-improvement and has always been passionate about it and has always been passionate about serving the Lord and something I've always noticed about her. So, without further ado, my friend Kenley Vogt. I should Hello. add an applause. <laughs> a little. <laughs> yeah, we have a live audience. We're that good already. Mine and Kenley's story is a little interesting. I'm sure a lot of people that see our Instagram posts once I um, advertise this episode is going to kind of be like, oh, hmm, skeptical. Because we've been friends since sixth grade. Good friends. Really good friends. Before we begin, though, I want to start off no! by saying <laughs> that, the story? Yeah. No. that I was in sixth grade. I was a little nerd in choir, and we were at our choir picnic, and Trinity was in band, which she was only in band for that week, <laughs> and we were <laughs> having a water that. balloon fight, where we all got one water balloon, and I was just standing there with my water balloon, and I had never said a word to Trinity before, and she comes up to me and pops my own water balloon in my face and walks off. Okay. <laughs> I knew she was going to tell the story because every time we meet somebody, she always brings up the story. And this is the first time you've brought up the story since we became friends again. I we'll get into that. <laughs> I thought about it the other day. So we were at our picnic and a water balloon just hits the back of my, like the back of me, my back. And I turned around and I see like Kenley with a bunch of girls. So I literally go up to her and she has a water balloon like holding it and I just squeeze it. But, like, how would I throw a water balloon at Trinity if I still have my own water balloon in my hand? Okay, I was a little mean. <laughs> and then we became friends one day. I don't even know how we became friends I don't friends n- remember how. We've been friends since sixth grade. Really close. Played volleyball together up until our senior year. And then we went to different schools, and we still remain super close. Last summer, we worked together. Some drama happened, and we didn't end on a good note. And then a year, how long do you think it was? I think February was in when Trinity reached out to me. And if I'm being completely honest, I, like, never thought we were ever going to talk again. Me neither. Like, literally thought it was just, like, done. But Trin reached out to me in February. I even had her blocked on Venmo. She blocks me on everything. <laughs> she's a no. blocker. You're, you're a blocker, my dude. I'm she's a like, muter. She's an emotional blocker. 
I'm a muter. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, dude. Anyway, so I had no intentions whatsoever. And then kind of around January, February, I was just like, oh, I miss Kenley. Like, I miss her. But I didn't want to reach out because it's like a prideful thing. You know, everyone was involved with like our friendship and our friend breakup, whatever. And like, I just didn't want to, like, I didn't want to reach out. But like, for some reason, I kept thinking about her. So finally in February. It was February 22nd around 9.30 a.m. is when Trinity texted me. Oh, my gosh. She's like, well, I knew it was in the morning because it was in between one of my classes. So It I was, was going, a Saturday. So, no, it wasn't. I, was, I had class. It was a Saturday. <laughs> I swear. Well, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I think I was going to Crucis the next weekend, and that's where she lives. And I was like, well, if I ever run into her, like – I'm thinking about her anyways. I might as well reach out. And it was weird because, like, God was putting you on my heart for, like, two months. Finally, I reached out. You know, she texts back. Sweet, all this stuff. We caught up a little bit. And then yada, yada. Finally followed each other back on Instagram. And slowly down the road, I don't know how it got brought up. I think we started sending each other, like, I sent her, like, a Sadie Robertson app because I love her. She's Mm -hmm. pregnant now. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, I sent her, like, a Sadie Robertson app. And then, like, but it was, like, kind of, like, awkward. We didn't know if we were being too nice. We didn't know if we were being <laughs> fake. Like, it was, it was awkward. You could definitely tell that pride was there. Like, yeah. But it started because of Sadie Robertson's. And I love her. if I'm being honest, it was definitely Trinity's effort that, like, led us back together. Um, I, like, was really skeptical of it because I feel like when you have such a big friend breakup, <laughs> plus i mean we had been friends since sixth grade and so it was pretty like detrimental because we like i lost my best friend but um my sister kendall was the one that like motivated me the most and she even said god brings people back into your life for a certain reason and having godly friendships is one of the best things you can have so shout out to kendall shout Ken- out to kendall kendall yeah <laughs> Because she really helped me get over, like, the pride in me and just, like, realize that forgiveness is the way to go because Trinity had to forgive me in our friendship because I'm not perfect. I'm not the perfect friend. Um, And just, like, I had to, like, forgive her. Like, forgiveness is necessary because we've also been forgiven at the end of the day by the one that's highest, God. So why can't we give forgiveness, especially to someone that, like, meant so much to me? Yeah. So I'm very thankful that we got led to being friends again but it's Me all because too. of god which all at trinity it really, finish it really is because having it on our own hearts and bring forth whatever our thoughts were i think i mentioned the bible study the first meeting was the first time we actually like really like talked and stuff and yeah it was like a little awkward because like we used to be so close and we're like okay we don't know like we're like tr- we don't know how to tread the waters now and then uh, every single weekend we ha- hang out and we just talk about like God and our journey and just like kind of reconnecting how it was before, but like it's different now. And they got baptized last week. <laughs> I, I was there all recording and I was, me and Alyssa were like trying not to cry and just like we talk about it and we know we can hold each other accountable. We know we're on the same journey and we're holding hands in the same direction at the same pace on the same walk. So that's really cool. That is what brings me to this episode. Kenley, what is one of your struggles that you see in your life being a Christian or like something you struggle with? One thing I really struggle with with being like in my walk with God and like Christianity is being a people pleaser because I am naturally someone (laughs) that is like an empathetic person. I said that wrong. 
I'm sorry, guys. I really don't know English that well. <laughs> Pronunciation is not my strong suit. But um, I really, like, feel for others. Like, I'm a person that will take on, like, what you're feeling and, like, put it onto my back. And so for, like, me just getting other people's approval, like, wanting people to, like, like me, like, for anyone to, like, think I have bad in- intentions or, like, to, like, not know my heart, it was is like the worst possible thing for me honestly like I never want anyone to think that I have like any bad intentions um so being a people pleaser and someone misunderstanding my heart is something that I struggle with a lot and it's something I've been working on especially in the past month or so I would say because I was listening to a podcast um of Sadie Robertson's and they talked about um a saying that was or the best advice they'd ever heard and it was true freedom is letting someone misunderstand you and that helped me in my journey because at the end of the day it doesn't matter if truly anyone on this planet understands my heart because we're all gonna die I'm sorry guys but we're all gonna die one day and the only eternal thing is God so all that should matter is God and God knows my intentions so that's kind of how I deal with that struggle and I have to remind myself but I also have to use his word because we have his word so why wouldn't we like use it exactly yeah. something i struggle with is my body image i feel like i'm very hard on myself based on how i look uh going to the gym and i've talked about this on probably the last few episodes one of them i talked about it for sure um and i don't want to you know keep repeating myself and but it's something i do struggle with so something i always try to remember when i'm really having a bad day or a bad time because of my um ne- my mental health towards myself like body image is i try to remember psalm 139 13 through 14 it's for you formed my inward parts you knitted me together in my mother's womb i praise you for i am fearfully and wonderfully made another um, verse i really like is first samuel 16 7 and it's for the lord sees not as man sees man looks on the outward appearance but the lord looks at the heart or on the heart that one is great guys I if you really struggle with the way you um look you really struggle with body image please remember first Samuel 16 7 no and I feel like especially growing up right now with like Instagram Snapchat like all of these ways that we're able to connect with each other virtually like everyone has this ideal and like image of like what they're supposed to be and it kind of is superficial if you think about it that like we care so much about our appearance and like we get judged so much by our appearance but our appearance only lasts so long and I mean it's something that everyone struggles with like no one is ever I feel like truly happy in no their one's body ever satisfied with the body in the bible it talks about um the fruits of this world and how they spoil but like how God wants us to bear fruits that are like eternal and that they are good for our soul and I feel like that is something that we can take into consideration with like body image and like being addicted to like going to the gym and trying to get this like perfect body because our body is so like it doesn't go with us anywhere and it changes so often that we're truly living for something of this world that is so temporary when we could be just like how Trinity said like maintaining a healthy life like working out like doing what we love like eating healthy doing all these things that are like good for us and not so much aiming for the body image and having more time to read the word of god or like connect with people and like 
become this tree that has tons of fruits that bear that like of eternal life that would really help us grow in our faith mm-hmm. with God. Um, something else I struggle with, especially in my walk with um, God, is time management. And I know that sounds very broad, but lots of days I'll be like, oh, I didn't have time to sit down and read God's word. Oh, I didn't have time to like sit down and pray and talk to the, to the Lord. But then if you look at my screen time, it would probably be pretty (laughs) embarrassing because I'm on TikTok all the time. Like being on our phone, well, me, I'm not saying our because I don't know everyone's personal. But for me personally, it's so easy for me to scroll through TikTok or like scroll through Instagram or scroll through Snapchat and get so caught up in like a phone than it is to like sit down and be be present with God. Um, So that's something I struggle with. Yeah, that is something um, I definitely struggle with. And if no one saw my Instagram story, if you guys didn't see my Instagram, or no, 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 my Snapchat story, I am deleting Snapchat. I love Snapchat, but I don't really talk to anyone, and I really think it's meaningless. Like, I don't like having FOMO, and it just makes me lead to bad choices, all that stuff. So I'm deleting it. FOMO is so real and so it's dangerous. Deep. And that's a big struggle that's for one me of my too. Struggles. That's the next struggle I'm going to talk about. Anyways, but time management, all this stuff, yes. Because I, not every day. The last last week I didn't do a good job of it. But that's why I like waking up at 5 in the morning is because I'm like, I want to dedicate this time to reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I won't read any other book. I won't listen to and I won't listen to a podcast first thing in the morning. I love podcasts. I used to do that. But if I work out in the morning or if I'm up in the morning, I will dedicate it to the lord because i want to start my day off like that like especially i don't want to have all this other commentary of podcasts even if they are christian or not i want to do it straight from the source which i think that's an awesome tool that you use because i mean some mornings the first thing i do when i wake up is go on social media see what i missed out on the night before because i'm a grandma and i'm probably in bed by 10 so the first thing i do instead of sitting there and even praying or talking to God or opening up my Bible as I go to my phone. Yes, time management, um, making excuses. You know, you can't you can't complain that you don't have time to read the Bible or whatever. When you're probably in the car, you're probably taking a shower, you're probably getting ready for bed, and there are plenty of resources online on YouTube. You can look up a book of the Bible and listen to an audio. You can download the Bible app and listen to an audio. You could, right before you go to bed, instead of going on your phone, you could read the Bible. You could wake up an hour earlier, read the Bible. And I think instead of time management, I would classify that struggle as self-discipline. I think that's a better discipline. better so way good. to describe it because I think that is a big struggle. So a, stru- a big struggle that I've been dealing with the last few weeks is trusting God. And I know that's one of the main things as a Christian or one of the main things is trusting God. But I struggle with it probably the most is because I overstress myself with school, with life and everything that entails. So that's school, too. And I don't I try to take it on myself. I don't surrender it. I don't lay it down. Um, I take it on myself. I like as if I don't trust that God can handle it. Something I've been dealing with is. Saturday night, going out to a party, drinking or not drinking, knowing that I don't want to, knowing that it's not going to fulfill me in any way, but I still want to go out because everybody else is going out. I I know this is wrong. I know I shouldn't do this. And then going and doing it anyway. That's not trusting God. That's not trusting that God has a, um, something better for me. It's like that short-term satisfaction. It is that 
longing for the worldly things that I don't need to be longing for. Yeah, that's really good. And talking about that struggle, one of my favorite sayings that I heard um, was, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. And I feel like that's super big because, I mean, I've caught myself up on that um, so many times, like thinking I had this planned and this planned and like having my whole entire life planned and not at the end of the day giving it to God just for like my plans to get wrecked. Like honestly, in my opinion, I think COVID saved me and coming home from college saved me. I think I was just going down a crazy path that like wasn't me at all and God completely wrecked my plans but by him wrecking my plans it saved me at the end of the day and so by truly surrendering it surrendering it to God I feel like it's super important and I feel like all these times that we're not surrendering it to him like I just imagine him like kind of like laughing at us because he knows like he knows what's going to happen like he knows what's the best thing for us like he knows his plan is better than anything we could ever imagine but we choose for some reason to lose sleep over it or worry about it or stress about it. And if you think about it, if you have some time to stress about something, then you have time to make that better. Or but you have we're time s- to pray about it. Yeah, but we're so busy stressing about it. So the verses that I really like when like thinking about, you know, like trusting God and kind of like an anchor with those struggles. Proverbs 3, 5 through 7, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. I love this one. I'm not leaning on my own understanding. I'm not going to lean like, okay, but I'm not doing anything bad because I'm not drinking and I'm not having sex, but I'm still going to go out. That's leaning on my own understanding. That's like, well, I, okay, I'm going out, but I pro- I'm not having sex and I'm not drinking. So I'm good. That No, no, like I don't even want to do that. Like if I have the wrong intentions, if I don't feel right with it in my heart, I shouldn't be doing it. And I feel like that also can be tied into people pleasing because you have like an expectation from your friends to go out. Um, And I love that Bible verse. And guys, I am not perfect by any means. I am not here to say you're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. No, not at all. This is why it's called struggles. We're talking about our own struggles. We are real people. We are not perfect. We are human. And I just want you guys to know like I am not um telling people how to live in any way partying that's something i struggle with you might not struggle with it you may have a different view on it because i like to go out with friends and all this stuff but it's just the i know i struggle with it because it's like a longing for attention it's a longing for the short-term satisfaction like i said you may not struggle with that if you go out and we're not trying to claim that we're perfect and we're not trying to tell anybody how to live i'm gonna add on to that um so Romans 3.23 says, For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Which is very true. And I think it's really important that we reiterate that we're not trying to act better because we are sinners. I sin every single day. I struggle every single day. I mess up every single day. And no, that does not make me any less Christian because nothing I can do or ever do will ever get me into heaven. The only reason why I get to go to heaven is because Jesus died on the cross for me and I accepted his gift where he died for me and he forgave us of our sins. That is the only reason why I get to go to heaven. I will never be good enough. Nothing I will ever do will ever let me in there. So it is super important to like know that we're not doing this because we think 
we're better or whatever because we're not close to being better than anyone at all. Uh, so me and Kenley grew up Christian. Like we both read the Bible in high school. We both went to church in high school. But it wasn't until recently where we were actually we actually a hundred percent like we want to do this. Mm-hmm. And it, it was separate times around the same time. We didn't even know until we started going to Bible study together and talking about it. But we're new to this journey, guys. Like, yeah, we've been Christians our whole life, but we're new to, like, this actual journey. Just because you grew up going to church or you do go to church, it's a little different. So we're new to this. Yeah, and I think a big part of that for me, too, is even taking the next step to get getting when I got baptized last weekend. Because, like Trinity said, I've been Christian my whole life. Like, I've, which to me, like, thinking about it now, like, I thought I knew God. I thought I, like, walked with him. But I had a really big realization for myself in my walk with God and, like, my story that I was so busy putting it into, like, my own hands and trying to make it my own and serving everyone. Because I'm a natural server. Like, I love serving people. I love just, I would, like, if I had to choose between myself and someone else. She's very selfless. (laughs) I would pick that other person. But with my walk with God recently, my eyes have been extremely opened because whenever you truly lay your life down for God, you lay down who you were before. And before God, I it just I was trying so hard to make everything on in my possible life to work and nothing was working. So when I truly laid it all down with God, my eyes were truly just opened and it reminds me of the story Ezekiel, which for those of you who don't know Ezekiel, he talks about this these people that they act like they know God. They're like they proclaim with their mouth that they love God and they talk about God, but their hearts don't know God. And that was me. And it, and at the end of the story, the people, the dry bones come to life and they become flesh and it's these humans. And that's kind of what happened to me. And I'm very thankful for Awaken, which was a church that actually started at my CrossFit gym, which is pretty amazing because that's only a story that um, God can write. And they actually talked about that at church that, uh, church being planted in the middle of a pandemic at a crossfit gym which also reminds me um, of me and trinity because how else would two people become friends again that's only a story that god can write and it has nothing to do with us because truly the bible and us being christians it has nothing to do with us at times we want to put ourselves into this plan but it's not about us. It's about God, and it's about bringing light to this world, and it's about saving people and making God known. Like, it has nothing to do with us. I did this in high school. Um, I don't do it so much anymore right now. There's a time and a place for it. But solely looking <laughs> Kevin almost fell. Solely looking up on Pinterest, looking up on Safari, Bible verses. When I'm feeling anxious, Bible verses for when I'm lonely, Bible verses, when I am stressed. Yeah. A lot of people do. I did that all through high school. That was pretty much how I read the Bible is I looked up what I was feeling that night. I looked up that verse and I read it and I was like, ah, close it. I'm done for the day. <laughs> no, that's not how you do it. And I mean, it. it's cool that you even like have grown that much in your walk with Jesus is that you've like noticed how that used to be how you got your word in and now you're like no like there's so much more to this and there's so much more the bible can offer me and if you truly took a big step and you realize that like that's really cool to see your growth our struggle that we both came up with together we can't say the other word unanimously unanimously (laughs) (laughs) okay you could like make a video of all the words i mispronounced just from that (laughs) i know okay singleness we need to remember that singleness does not equal 
loneliness. I, this is my first fall semester where I have not been dating a guy in the last five years. Yes, sad, I know. But guys, I've been reading this book and I refer to everybody. It's called Single, Dating, Engaged, Married, and Spy, Pastor Ben Stewart. It changed my whole perspective on being single. So what I struggle with, like, being single is longing for attention. Um, I don't really text or Snapchat guys if I know it's not going to get anywhere or if I know that's not, you know, I just don't entertain that. I need to remember to be patient and I want to honor my future husband and I understand that singleness is a gift. Yes, singleness is a gift, ladies and gentlemen. Singleness, as said by Paul in 1 Corinthians 7, 34 through 35, it's to secure your undivided devotion to the Lord. Oh my gosh, guys, that changed my whole perspective on being single. I'm single right now. Not because, you know, no one likes me or whatever. I am single because this is the time I grow up with my relationship in the Lord. So when I do have that man that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, we're both close with the Lord and we both put the Lord in the center of our relationship. Like Trinity was saying about being single, I personally really relate to this because this is the first time in four years since I was a junior in high school that I haven't had to worry about anyone else's life in a way because I'm such a person that takes on everyone else's life that I even take on their relationship with God, which is honestly pretty sad because I valued their relationship of God more than I valued my relationship with God, which at the end of the day only ended up hurting myself because I stopped putting in my time with God and I kind of got lost you know but I mean all of that helped me with where I am today and it makes me even more thankful to like be able to be single right now and to be able to just grow with God because I personally believe at the end of the day that God's plan will prevail like nothing I can do will ever take me away from that so while I'm single I'm just trying to prepare so I can come together with my future husband and we can be just a power couple for God and not make it about us but just sharing love and bringing light into this world and doing everything we can that the bible asks us to do because that's my goal is to have a godly marriage but in any relationship it should be god and without god being in the center of something it's not going to last so right now in my singleness it's really exciting and i mean paul in first corinthians really talks about how being single is a gift and it truly is a gift that not many people take advantage of because we're so consumed in wanting to find someone else to be our person and want someone else to love us but God wants to be that person God wants to be your best friend God will be the person that never hurts you and always has your back and we should take advantage of that and that's just the season that me and Trinity are both in and it's a really exciting season and it's not easy by any means because we get there's so many temptations and it's so easy but in my opinion the word of God and a weighted blanket together is pretty unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> and with a little dog, you're good for your life. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, we're going to get into our faith goals now. And both of our main goal is to grow in our faith. I know that's very, like, umbrella-like. And our next goals will probably fulfill the growing in our faith. But that's the ultimate goal. Because in Ephesians 2, 8 through 10 says that, not verbatim, but says that actions will never get us into heaven but by faith alone. Not what I do will get me into heaven. Going to church will not get me into heaven. Reading the Bible will not get me into heaven. Serving others will not get you into mm -hmm. heaven. But by faith alone. Yeah. So, Kenley, first faith goal. 
um, is to really know scripture and be able to like be so in depth with the scripture that I can quote a Bible verse off the top of my head and I can know. And I think that's a super important thing because when we're facing every day struggles, I have the word of God to like help me decide what I can do to like face all the temptations of this world and to make a better decision to live more like him. So that's a really, my main one is to just really get dive in deep with the scripture and his word. Okay. Another goal is to turn to God first, not last. Yeah. It's kind of like a goal, but it's kind of its own little segment is wanting to be accountable and wanting to hold each other accountable. So if you're on this journey, grab a friend on the same journey or a friend that you can trust that will help you stay accountable. Yeah, because we weren't meant to walk this walk alone. I mean, the Bible talks about a church and how it should be a community. It could help you grow. And it even talks about how iron sharpens iron. I... I mean, I'm human. I make mistakes. I, I'm going to mess up, and I need Trinity to call me out and say, Kimberly, like, that's not what the body, like, you know, just keep me accountable because without that, I'll stay at a plateau and I won't grow anymore, which is not anything anyone wants to do. So having someone to keep you accountable is super important, and it's also even more reassuring because God doesn't want you to walk alone. Yeah, so ultimate or not ultimately, but first thing and keeping each other accountable is praying for one another. Mm-hmm. Not even you don't even have to share with them that you're um, praying for them, but keep them in your prayers. Yeah, and also pray that you could be that person there for them. Mm-hmm. Pray that you will be able to give them the right advice when they need it. Pray for that. Pray that you are able to give them the ear when they need it. Pray that you know when you that you will be able to be there for them. Another thing we could do is listen to one another. So a lot of the times it's easier to talk, 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 and not listen, 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 when you expect everyone else to listen and not let them talk. Mm-hmm. So, um, Also reading the word together. Like maybe if it's us reading the actual like Bible together, like us setting aside time and reading a scripture, or us setting aside time during the week to come together and talk about a chapter that we read, but like actually being in the word together is also a way to keep accountability attend church together that is something me and Kendall are gonna do because she goes to awaken and this is my second sunday there and i love it so i'm going there this is the big one and probably the hardest one of staying accountable and helping others or keeping others accountable is calling each other out calling each other out is a really big one too because feelings are probably gonna get hurt you're gonna have pride you're gonna be stubborn you're gonna be like, shame's going to want to tell you to stop being that person's friend and just kick them out of your life because who are they to judge you, like, when they have problems and they sin? But at the end of the day, calling someone out or, like, calling your friend out, you're not doing it to be mean. You're not doing it out of bad intentions. You're doing it because you care about them and you want them to grow and you want them to be the best version and you want them to have the walk. Refer to Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen: Iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. And when even whenever we're talking about how iron sharpens iron, whenever iron is sharpening other, there's sparks everywhere. Like there, it's not an easy process. Like there's literally sparks if you actually do that to actual iron, and that's what's gonna happen in a friendship. Like you might get your feelings hurt. You might and not might not go as good as you wanted to, but chances are is you're gonna have some time to like reflect, and they'll probably end up thanking you for keeping them accountable and calling them out because you truly need people like that. Yep, and you're just going to be better off in the end. So if you are somebody that 
you want to be strong in your faith, but you just don't really know what to start. You're confused or you do want to walk with God um, and you're listening to this. I hope you are. We're just going to give you some tips, advice, and recommendations, stuff that we do. I feel like the first important tip that we could give is opening your heart up to Jesus and wanting Jesus to come into your life. And I have the perfect verse for that. And it is Ezekiel 36, 26. And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. A heart of flesh. So open up your heart. Pray, 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 pray. Open up the Bible. Yeah. Opening up the Bible is a big part. Pray and open up the Bible. What better way to learn about God than by God's word? Yeah. I mean, the Bible is literally his word. And how lucky are we that we are able to have the Bible, that like we literally get to read God's word. Guys, let me tell you, it's so powerful. And prayer, pray, pray, pray. Okay. If you don't even know how to achieve (laughs) step one, which is pray and open the Bible, um, you don't really know how to pray or I have the perfect prayer for you guys to pray if you ever need to if you don't know where to start and it's psalms 1 19, 18 pray before beginning which before you begin to read the bible open my eyes that i may behold wondrous things out of your law and the law is his word that's just a simple prayer that you can even start off with if you don't know where to start and you're just inviting god in and you want him to be there so yeah guys just pray pray for god to open up your heart remove your heart of stone and put it in a heart of flesh open the bible and if you don't know where to start you could always look it up um, as new christians or how to grow your faith where should i start what should i read what i have heard and what i'm focusing on now is the first four books of the new testament because it is all about jesus the only way we could get through get to God is through him. Mm-hmm. So that is a great place to start with praying and reading journal. Journal, yeah. journal your own thoughts, journal before, journal after, journal during, write down your favorite verses, start memorizing, all that stuff. Another thing you could do is go to commentaries. So go to like mm-hmm. free resources resources online like YouTube videos, podcasts, but I don't recommend going to that first because Although they're there to help you interpret and read the Bible, I feel like you want to do it, like, straight from the source. Yeah, you want to, and all of the podcasts and YouTube, while they're great sources, you're using someone else's interpretation on your journey with God, so then it will never actually be your journey with God, so that's why you have to interpret the word for yourself, and you have to dig in to the word, word, because that's when your journey will truly begin. Yeah, maybe read first and pray on it, meditate on it, journal, and then refer to commentaries. Mm-hmm. Um, grab a friend, talk about it. And the hardest one, the hardest tip and advice is surrender. Yep. That is something, honestly, that is something everyone struggles with because you have to surrender every single day. You have to surrender every decision you make, every thought you have. Um, it's hard, but it's all worth it. You know, that's something I'm still really trying to navigate and learn. And it's something I think I will forever always uh, need to improve on. Mm-hmm. Um, like she said about surrendering one time when I was in church, my pastor was talking about a little saying. And he said, imagine life on earth as a dot, but heaven is an eternal life and it's a line that never ends. Are you living for the dot? Are you living for the line? So that's something that you can 
take time to maybe journal about write down talk about with god like what are you living for and what do you want to live for do what do you want to surrender so you can live for the line because life in heaven's eternal and life on earth is short this is like a really big tip it and it's helped me so much that i said earlier is uh going to free resources online but guys listen to podcasts find a really good podcast you love listen to different ones listen to or watch youtube videos listen to youtube videos on your drive as well follow people that you admire i (laughs) i'm everyone knows this i love sadie robertson and she's pregnant and i'm so happy for her anyways that is my favorite role model with um christianity love her sadie robertson she has a podcast well that's good podcast she's amazing on youtube and follow her on instagram Mm -hmm. another couple i love on youtube is nate and sutton they already have two children um they just give they do q a's and they just give like advice and all this stuff like really real not trying to kind of like filter it which is really cool kind of hurts sometimes because you're like ah that's conviction that's conviction uh coffee and bible time so i would say sadie robertson and nate and sutton are good for both men and women or like men and women our age coffee and bible time is more of like um like a woman audience Mm -hmm. the bible project oh yeah the bible project is good because it is pretty much little summaries of each book of the bible and like ideas and all that stuff so it's good if you just want to listen to it just to get a better understanding mm-hmm. and music. Yeah, I love worship personally. And I feel like whenever you're worshiping, you can like feel God there in the moment and just give him your all and worshiping, worshiping him is just one of my favorite things to do. Also, a tip that I think is helpful is if you're ever like trying to get a greater understanding of the Bibles, there's actual study Bibles that help like give you information like history rise and like give you just a greater understanding so you could always get one of those bibles because those really help too hillsong any of the hillsong bands because there's like three they're really powerful oceans you know good Mm -hmm. awake my soul mercy me for king and country we the kingdom elevation worship it's out of a church they're really good my favorite song right now is called run to the father so if you guys have a chance look that song up or another in the fire or good grace but there's tons <laughs> there are tons <laughs> yeah living letting others misunderstand you is true definition of being a bad but in my opinion because no one else matters like you're not you're still gonna love everyone you're still gonna be kind you're still gonna do all this stuff but you're living for you and you'll find true happiness and true freedom in that and that is being a bad de- bad by definition well, Kenley, um, I am so happy to have done this episode with you. I am so happy to see you grow, honestly. Um, I think that is one of my favorite things right now in life is just, like, doing this with you, being able to talk to you about stuff and to watch you grow and for you to watch me grow and for being there for each other when we need it. Yes. It's pretty awesome. We need to start a podcast on our own. <laughs> um, before we go, though, if anyone's listening to this and wants to reach out to me and Trinity and hang out and talk about God, we aren't perfect by any means, but we, with the Bible, we can resort to scripture and just grow together and create an authentic community of young girls, young guys in this day and age and hit us up. Exactly. And that reminds me, the last thoughts I want, and I want everyone to pay attention to this closely. If you didn't anything else, please pay attention to this. 
at a time of polarization and tension and hatred, um, keep this in mind. John 13, 34, it's Jesus giving a new commandment to his disciples. It says, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. Please remember this. Voting is coming up. Everyone vote, 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 vote. I will, uh, whoever you vote for, vote. <laughs> like, but remember that we are put on this earth to love one another just as Jesus has loved us. Preach. So please keep that in mind. Uh, forget the hatred. Forget the tension, the polarization. You know, we're not, like I said before, we're not judge, jury, or executioner. We're just put on this earth to love. Okay. Yeah, so go out and love each other because that's how they all know you're one of Jesus' disciples. Love by the, the heck way out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Woohoo! Mic drop. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You took something away from it and you got some encouragement. Don't forget to rate those five stars, share with a friend, and subscribe. What does it mean to be a badass? Well, that is something entirely up to you. So figure out your definition. Join me next time and let's reach total badassery together.